Okay, uh, just even to start, Ron leaves in this chapter. What did you guys think about that? I didn't think he'd actually leave. It was intense, yeah. and it was a bad idea, but maybe it's Lord of the Rings stuff. But I was just, again, thinking... What do you mean, Lord of the Rings stuff? Like, this is the Ring of Power. And mm -hmm. so when they're wearing a Horcrux on their neck, I'm just like, that's going to mess with their heads in major ways. Um, I don't know. It felt weird. It felt like he was being, like, um, heavily influenced. Um, Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think uh, it felt out of character. But like they said, we've never seen Ron hungry before. He's always been fully fed by house elves and, and Mrs. Weasley. Oh, man. When people are hangry, mm -hmm. it's no joke. I get it. Yep. People talk about this is like the Snickers commercial. Mm. Like, all right, Ron, are you hungry? <laughs> Have a Snickers. And then he's like all angry and then he eats a Snickers and you're like, hey, what's up, guys? It's like all happy <laughs> and okay. Um, but we've seen this kind of activity out of Harry and Ron before. You know, they kind of escalate things with each other. Hermione usually can step in and prevent it, but it somehow went too far. But here's here's the one of the issues. Here's the question. Is he going to come back? And if he does come back... How can he, though? How can he? He's not going to know where they are. First, Yeah, because they move all the time. So uh, he has to come back within the next probably 24 hours. Oh, yikes. Yeah, that's bad. Well, you know what? I hadn't even thought that far because I thought he was definitely coming back and mm -hmm. soon. Because, yeah, that, that's what's weird about operating. They don't even know where he went. He could have gone anywhere. Yeah. Um, and if he's mad, like, where do you go? Does he have the presence of mind to go somewhere safe? Or is he going back to the borough or Hogwarts also, or like somewhere else crazy? I thought it wasn't a good idea that to operate since he was splinched. Yeah, he like, was Why splinched. would you go again? Could that oh, make it man. worse? You're right. And it really stinks, too, because now that they're losing sight of him, um, he got splinched. A piece of his arm is somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Someone could polyjuice and be him. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. True. So now any Ron who comes back, they've got to do a full like analysis of him anyway. But they could move along and they should move along because if they torture Ron to get information, they would know. Because that's what I just thought it was dangerous. Like he'll he'll get caught because you're never thinking clearly when you're angry. Yeah. So you're just kind of like acting impulsively and consequences don't mean as much. So I'm afraid he's going to do something dumb and get caught in a bad spot. Mm. Then if they torture him. No offense to Ron, I think he'll cave and uh, you just he have would, to starve him for a day. And he's like, well, I'll, I'll tell, tell you whatever you want. <laughs> and so what they should do is they should move on. Harry and Hermione. And leave some kind of clue that only Ron would get, maybe. Um, Where? Like, somewhere in that space that they are. Um, but how, what would the clue be? Like, how would they know? But they're not even going to know if they're still going to be there. That doesn't work. Unless Hermione knows a ever-changing, like, secret code that they, yeah, she right? can update. There could be a magical way of doing it. I was just trying to think of some signal, some something you could, like, leave. But, like, also is not... I love Ron too, but like, what was he contributing? Yeah, they can he, maybe focus now. I know. When I, I'll say, I'll say this: when he was, when they were at Grimold Place, he was contributing positivity to the group. Yeah, I think Harry and Hermione were very much planners, and they were like overthinking. Harry, Hermione was overthinking. Harry was underthinking, and Ron seems like the balance. And he's like, okay, let's try this, guys. He was giving when he has a full belly. I feel like he's okay. 
when they were in the woods, he wasn't contributing anything. He was making mm. the mood more dour. Yep. Yep. He was really bringing their whole like aura down. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> but I still think it's good. Like I'm thinking of even Wes. Like what is Wes really contributing, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, he's yeah. he's keeping our spirits yeah. up. He's always happy to see yes. us. He's supportive. Um and I feel like I'm even just thinking Ron of there's, there's something about an doodle. extra person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. He's like he's like a puppy. Um really? very loyal. When there's three, I it's like that was a bad never mind. Huh? <laughs> a bad? A bad um like uh, analogy. Um, because I called Ron a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's like a more mature dog than a puppy. Maybe. Uh. Jen called me a puppy the other day and Aww. I got offended. <laughs> and I was like, that seems like an insult. I don't think I'm a puppy. It's allowed to be used as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it certainly now it can. can use as a compliment now. Yeah, um, from this point on, you can use it as a compliment. Pros and cons to being a puppy, honestly. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Puppies can't defend themselves out there, though. Yeah. So poor Ron, I'm just I'm just nervous because I don't know where he, he would had go. to have gone home. Where else is he going? He wants food. He's going home. Yeah. I hope so. Kind of. That feels like a decent place to go somewhere. Or so he goes he, to the hospital to get fixed. But yeah. Is that even fully functioning? He can't. He can't go to the hospital. He can't go anywhere public because he's, he's a ghoul. He's supposed to be a ghoul in the pajamas. He's but like he did out. all that work, and it's just like I know. He's just going anywhere there's a bacon sandwich right now. <laughs> that's why he like mentions he's like hungry for a bacon sandwich. And maybe it's as simple as that. Or maybe Go he get went the to bacon. Hagrid's. Ooh, that'd be because tough because he can't Ginny... apparate there, but he could go to the Forbidden Forest. I oh, mean, how fast he, why does can't he travel? go to his? Well, you just can't apparate into Hogwarts. Um, I know, but Hagrid's hut is outside of Hogwarts, isn't it? Still within the grounds of Hogwarts, so he um, couldn't go there. That's why, like, they he thought they operated in the Forbidden Forest, which is like outside of the bounds, and then they mm-hmm. were going to go to see Hagrid and Hagrid's. So Hag- Harry got really excited. But even even like what Ron contributes, some people, it's like Hermione's the brain, Harry's like the feet and the arms, like the action, and Ron kind of feels like the heart. Like, what do you think the hmm. dynamic is between Hermione and Harry going to be now that Ron's gone? Dry, real dry. Be real dry, yeah. And again, so let's say this, like, let's run through this situation. Ron might come back in the next chapter and like he might just immediately come back and apologize. That's like a very real possibility. Hopefully that happens. Hmm. Let's say he doesn't come back in the next chapter and he um, the the group like goes to another place again. How is Ron going to find them? Is he going to come back at all? Is Ron out of this book if they do that? Maybe not out of the book. Maybe he'll come back at like the very end. No, but, but is he, he like has not the, with them anymore? One of the things from uh, Dumbledore's will. But that isn't I feel like they need? Is Hermione carrying all of it? I kind of was assuming so, but that would make a big difference too. Did he I think Ron was him? carrying that Illuminator all the time because he was using it. And he was it. annoying Hermione with it. Yeah, he was. I feel like it. all of the stuff on the will was to help get this sword. Mm. Anyways, Any ideas sorry. where the sword is? I just totally changed that. Oh, yeah. Hold on. We'll talk about the sword. <laughs> well, let's yeah, start the podcast. I want to talk questions. about the sword, That's too. Huh? Big deal. I tell you, we can't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't ask questions, but we just have to be in the right order. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, Because <laughs> that's the exact question I want to ask. But uh, mm-hmm. welcome to the podcast. I'm John. <laughs> Jen. Danny. And Kristen's not here. Uh, Sorry. And this is Harry Potter and the First Time Readers. Kristen, we miss you.
I just had a piece of equipment break, so I am recording this currently on my phone, so sorry for the poor audio quality. But um, go do all the normal things that I always say, you know, r slash first time readers, we have a Discord, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. So um, go to r slash first time readers where you can find a little post called socials and that will give you all the information that we have. And then the biggest thing you could do is probably go subscribe to us on YouTube and then go become a member on YouTube because we're going to do member only book clubs with Harry Potter. We're going to start and keep it to like 10 people per book club and we're just going to record them and they're going to be like on YouTube somewhere. They're just going to kind of be full on chapter discussions on Harry Potter. So we're very excited about that. Um, I'm starting to build that out. That'll probably be for the new year. And yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I don't want to keep recording on my phone because it's probably not great audio quality, but enjoy these chapters. Chapters um, 14 and 15 of Deathly Hallows. One of the first little instances that we get is they are talking about um, Grimald Place and how they cannot apparate back to Grimald Place. Do you think that they're ever going to be able to return? And on top of that, did they leave anything important behind in Grimald Place? Or are there people searching Grimald Place right now? I don't know. I don't know if Harry took the letter from his mom. One. Where would he have put that? That's a good one. Yeah. Well, he put that, I think, in his uh, little... What's it called? That pouch. That pouch, yeah. Hagrid. Yeah. I I I still don't understand why he can't put the pendant in there. That's a great question. Everyone's wearing it. I'm like, put it in that thing and no one can get it out except you. So you guys, that's another question I even had. You're you're asking all my questions. This is perfect. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. (laughs) This is perfect. So do you think that Harry is an idiot for saying we have to wear this? Like, why couldn't they just put it in the pouch? Why couldn't they just leave it in the tent somewhere? Yeah. Yeah. He it's something like he feels like he needs to I don't know. Well, it's just like probably a, all they've the been thinking survival about. Survival victim thing too, like I need to Oh, a guilt thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like Dumbledore died trying to get this, so I need to hold on to it. Mm. Yeah, and the whole like, month they were in Grimald Place planning to go into the ministry. They were thinking about this locket like it probably consumed their attention for a long time yeah. to actually have it. You never want to have to go back to that place of not having it. Um, I don't know. I'm thinking of um, I may have told this story, but when I watched Lord of the Rings, I always think of it because I was in Australia and me and Trevor were walking on the beach and I saw like a sparkle and I reached down into the water and pick up this gigantic diamond and no I was like, oh my goodness. And we like look at each other and we're looking at it. And it's like got a little bit of the salt water on the the piece on the bottom of it, a little clasp. And I was like, this is huge. Um, looks like it fell off some engagement ring or something. Um, so then we are carrying this around. We're in the middle of nowhere, Australia. And when we finally got back to a real city, um, we were able to go to a jeweler. But in the time in between... It was like in our pockets, and I just remember constantly reaching yeah, in my yeah, pocket yeah. and yep. fiddling with it, yeah. just like in you know Lord of the Rings. Yep. It's just that idea of like when you have something with such perceived value, it's like you never want to let it go. Yeah. I would just all day long, just like feeling the pocket, yep. reaching in, like just like always wanting to know where it is. So I'm I'm equating that here where Harry I, I think is just foreshadowing. 
this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, I also should clarify. We got to the jeweler and then he said, uh, no, it's not real. No. He's like, sorry, boys. You thought your trip was paid for. And uh, Bummer. And then he that took out stinks. a diamond tester. He tested one of the diamonds he had on display there. He said, see, this is what it does for real. This is what it does here. Fake, fake, fake. He said, obviously, I'm not going to try and buy it or anything. Bummer. But just keep it as a little fun story. I was like, all right, you know. Um, but it's the idea that I'm thinking Harry feels that kind of way of like, he just always wants to know where it is. And if it's not directly connected to him, then he'll be afraid of what's happening to it, where yeah. it is. Um, so I understand the feeling, but why not like put it in a sock or something? Yeah. Like just it, maybe the skin to skin thing is something they said. <laughs> maybe it wouldn't matter. But like you literally just like <laughs> cover it in something, put it in a bag and still wear it yeah. around your neck if you want. But then maybe it would have had the same effects and we're just projecting but assuming then, it wouldn't. That also made me think of Umbridge. How long was she wearing it for? And, and why it, was she able to point. resist its evil? She's like a hobbit. She's yeah, like she resisted its evil. That's why she's evil. so good. <laughs> Come on, Jen. She didn't resist the evil. No, that's what I'm thinking. I'm just making a joke about it because I'm like, that's maybe why she's evil. We got to forgive her all her wrongs. No, maybe she's already evil. Maybe if you're already evil, oh, man, but that doesn't do anything. Stink. That means... All that crazy stuff might have just been her slipping back into some of her old ways with the influence of Voldemort. I wonder if she was trying to turn good after all her crazy stuff with the Centaurians. Yeah, then um, she'd be prevented from doing that by wearing this. And maybe she'll wake up and be have a change of heart. Well, they all were complaining about her, too. But I wonder if they were complaining about her before. Yeah, like we don't know the timeline of when she got the Horcrux. We just know. Oh, man, we really don't know the timing. How long has she had this thing? I don't, know, a few months. I don't know any time frames of anything. Yeah. The, the, all the stuff with Mundungus is a little vague and that whole, well, yeah, it feels like she couldn't have had it back in the school, but she's had it for a while, it seems. Yeah. Hmm. I guess I do kind of understand that aspect that you want to keep something valuable on you at all times. It was the same thing when I, uh, I had to be the person that gave my brother the wedding rings on the, at, has, at a ceremony. Hmm. And so I remember they... I, my hand was in my pocket and I just had them like my fingers were like I was like white knuckling because I was like I'm not going to let them out of my fingers like they are here the entire mm -hmm. time and then when I gave That's them over so I like gave funny. them over and like released and I was like oh my fingers feel so good now but I'm like <laughs> yeah, not going to get rid free. of those things yeah, yeah. so I guess Yikes. when you have a really valuable object you just want to keep it on you at all times it's like very very important to you but yeah that's excessive when it's like an evil object, that's like well, and yeah. Once you found out that it was doing things, yeah. thank God for Hermione. I know, she's the one that's telling them everything I going know. on. I know, seriously, she's like the only one who had common sense to know, like, oh, okay, so it's this yeah. thing, and so take that off, yeah, to like do things. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> she's putting like charms on the area. Yeah, that's true. She was them, holding like, it down. Without her, they'd be dead. They would have been dead so many yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because even the whole thing of just getting out of there when she when Yaxley hopped on and then oh, she yeah. immediately operated somewhere else and stunned him in the meantime, like all that stuff. Harry um, didn't even know what happened. It was like a flash. And Hermione's doing all this stuff in between. Mm -hmm. Just kind of like she's next level. Yeah, she really is next level. She's so good at what she does. Like, yeah. Um, like how she's able to even go from one place to the next with her apparition. And like, yeah, Rana splinched a little bit. But it, I, the Ron splinching moment is, is an interesting part, too, because it seems like Hermione was just so flustered. She's so good at what she does, but even Hermione gets flustered to the yeah. point where she had, didn't have the 3Ds of perfect apparition. Ooh, nice. And uh, she knew she needed to get to a spot, but she couldn't do it perfectly. 
And that was even interesting because that's probably, um, maybe that was like locket oriented too because they had the locket in their possession at the time. So maybe like she was holding on to this and like it was transferred through, some, uh. I don't know, like Harry's hand or something. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. Harry's not able to cast his Patronus later, which is pretty interesting because of that probably. Yeah. But uh, there's another Ron moment that I want to talk about in this where it says... Wait, did you want to do a summary first? <clears throat> oh, crap. I forgot the summary. Yay. Nice, nice work, Jen. Thank you. Can you give me a summary of chapter 14, The Thief? Yes, Danny will give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will. Um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione set up their tent and regather themselves. Um, Harry saw another vision where Voldemort finds Grigorovich looking for something that was stolen from him. Um, so we kind of find out Voldemort is looking for this item Grigorovich has. Grigorovich mm -hmm. says it was stolen. Harry sees in the vision it was a blonde person. Um, and then... Uh, Voldemort kills Grigorovich at the very end of that vision. Um, at least we're kind of led to believe the flash of green, etc. Mm -hmm. Um, and Harry kind of reluctantly tells the others what happened in the vision. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. Okay. So there's this one Ron moment where he says this, um, or they're having a conversation, and they go, "That's as much as I can do. At the very least, we should know they're coming." I can't guarantee we'll keep Volt. Don't say the name, Ron Cutacrosser. <laughs> His voice harsh. Harry and Hermione looked at each other. I'm sorry, Ron said, moaning a little as he raised himself to look at them. But it feels like uh, a jinx or something. Can we call him you-know-who, please? Dumbledore said fear of a name, began Harry. In case you hadn't noticed, mate, calling you-know-who by his name didn't do Dumbledore much good in the end. Ron snapped back. Just, <laughs> just show you-know-who some respect, will you? That last line, is that a crazy last line? Is he a little, has he, Ron gone a little crazy? Oof. I think he's just afraid, though, because everything that's been happening. Yeah. And if he does sense. believe that it's a, what did he say, a jinx or a curse or whatever, then. Yeah. It's like, like a jinx on the name. I don't know. Show, well, the respect thing, I was like, that's a little too far. Yeah. I don't know. He also has he eaten by now. <laughs> I know. You almost don't know what he's talking about, though. Like, what the heck does it mean that there's a jinx on the name? But, like, he, he this like, whole idea that he wants to show, some, you know, who is some respect. Well, I feel like the people that have called Voldemort by his name have died. Yeah, it's kind of true, actually. Like a curse, like a bad curse <laughs> so. on it. Right, right. Mm. I a little bit understood what Ron was saying. <laughs> I was like, maybe just be a little careful. Yeah. Um. The one who told you not to be afraid and to use his name is no longer. So I don't know, but I would want Ron to explain himself a little more. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Or is there another example of that? Um, so let's say we believe Dumbledore and you should say the name. Like, let's say saying his name actually helps diffuse some kind of power from Voldemort or it's just purely mental, emotional for Harry's sake of when you say it, it's like you're just so confident that mm. he can't beat you that you don't have to be afraid of anything. But I think that mentality even implies that there is some truth to saying the name. There could be a jinx attached or yeah. some kind of something. <laughs> but I'm like, why do all these wizards not say his name? Yeah, for sure. It feels like you're almost giving him power by saying his name a little bit. You, I almost want everyone to start calling him Tom. 
Like one of Voldemort's greatest fears <laughs> yes. is funny, for yeah. people to start knowing who he actually is, like for him to people to know things about mm. him. And so as people start calling him Tom, it's going to diminish some of his funny. power. You shouldn't have come here tonight, I know. Tom. What a great line right yeah. there. Yeah, that's a fair point. But yeah, and maybe even if Ron isn't comfortable with yeah, why don't he keep his that name, up? come up with a nickname or something yeah. to like be, I don't know. It just, yeah, but it feels yeah. weird. I, I don't like know. Like Baldy. Yeah, like Baldy. Baldy. Yeah, exactly. It's easier to write when taking my notes. <laughs> um, so there's another one. They're talking about this, the locket, and, and uh, they go, can you feel it, though? Ron asked in a hushed voice as he had held it tight in his clenched fist. What do you mean? Ron passed the horcrux to Harry. After a moment or two, Harry thought he knew what Ron meant. Was it his own blood pulsing through his veins that he could feel? Or was it something beating inside the locket? Like a tiny metal heart. <laughs> so is this thing alive, and how are they going to destroy it? Like, what is actually in this locket? Blood. <laughs> I, don't know. Mm. I, I have no idea what that would look like. Yeah. I just we, feel like whatever you would see the Dementor's kiss pulling out is what's in the locket. <laughs> Wait, explain <laughs> that? Dang. What do you mean? Like the Dementor's kiss is pulls out the yeah, soul. Yeah, the soul. That's so what's it's in the like the soul is in the locket? Yeah. Little little baldy soul. Interesting. Okay. I hope and that's what it so looks the, like in the movies. The diary yeah. kind of had a little bit of soul in there, you know? They could even talk to it and <laughs> a stuff. A little soul in there. Um, <laughs> and we didn't see what happened with the ring, so we don't really know. But it sounds like um, Phineas saw it. Phineas Nigellus. Mm. Phineas. And he didn't mention anything. He didn't. It seems like he didn't know it was a Horcrux. Um it's, it sounds like he saw Dumbledore destroy the ring with the sword of Gryffindor because he said that's the last time he had it out. Oh, I'm like, I need you need to remind me who yeah, you're that, talking about. That was at the end of the I, next chapter. Um, which is the guy so that's in yet, but, the portrait. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The the old headmaster. Um, but the, the one thing, I, well, now we're going ahead, but before I forget, it's like the one thing that was weird was that Dumbledore needed Snape to help him with something after he used the sword and destroyed the ring. And that's why uh, for a second I thought, I wonder if some soul or something came out of the ring and he had to kind of battle this thing. Yeah. And that's what happened to his arm. Um, but it sounded so casual. I know, but that's Phineas what I'm like, talking about what it. the heck is going to happen when Harry... Like, yeah, like they open this locket can't. and then they're all fighting some vaulty yeah. spirit. I like, just in don't the understand. If Dumbledore barely could do it, what thinks yeah. he could do it? I know. Because he's protected by the love well, potion? No. Maybe... What about what about this? Do you think that uh, Dumbledore actually knew how to destroy a Horcrux? Or did he just find out because of the... I don't know. Because he was trial and error. Yeah. Like maybe he was using other really intense spells trying yeah. to get it. And that's what got him. Uh, well, I'm still getting. Because if he knew how to destroy it, why wouldn't he destroy it right away? Yeah. He, if he's got the sword. Yeah. Then he would have. He would have just used it. Right. And been like, oh, here it is. Boom. Wait, what are you trying to say? That he. Like Voldemort. Or uh, not Voldemort. Dumbledore had the ring for a, a little bit of time before he destroyed it. Why didn't he destroy it right away when he found it? Well, one, did he think it was a Horcrux right away? I think and so. That's then, what he's probably going to there destroy for it. Two, did 
Did he know? Yeah, how to? Did he know how? I guess that's one. Or of the- was he trying to see like what he would have to do to destroy it? Mm. Or was he trying to see about the side effects of destroying it, like you were saying? Mm. And what's the evil stuff that Dumbledore was thinking about when he was wearing that ring yeah, right? before he destroyed it? I'm now. I'm trying to think back. Did he do anything that was like questionable or maybe not in character that well, we can now look back at? And he be like, came. Hmm, was he like? Impacted didn't by he it? appear with the hand in the yeah, ring? Yeah. So I think each one kind of does something different. I think like mm. the diary possesses you. I think the ring probably the wearer of the ring. It will slowly kill them or okay. something like that. Or it'll take that black thing. It's almost like venom. You know, like it just courses through your skin until ah. like, it reaches so that's probably what the rings curse was and maybe the the locket's curse is something different where it's and literally like the ring of power the tiara makes everyone around you feel <laughs> and look better <laughs> what tiara are we talking about here? well the one that oh, she wait. was wearing during the wedding remember it made everyone feel magical yeah, and it was yeah, like a okay. bride moment <laughs> but that's also could be some valdi bride stuff you know what i mean nice um, oh that's true wait is, but, that's probably why john didn't want us watching the movie because they probably showed they draw more attention no, no, to no, the, not, uh, i don't know about the crown but i was thinking the sword it might show the gryffindor sword that can kill a horcrux before and oh in the movie six instead of and it would give away what we're doing right now yeah, yeah. am i <laughs> no, right no what do you even tell me right? i wouldn't tell you if you were or weren't, i think i'm hmm. right <laughs> you're actually you're somewhat close. Well, we'll see. Or maybe you're right with your oh your stupid predictions that come true. And I get annoyed. <laughs> well, we both have right. predictions. That yeah. come no, but true. you're and we're I, a team. Honestly, I think you're both pretty equal right now in your predictions. I'm yeah, we don't know what the running tab is, but uh, just wait for the end of the book with some of the predictions that you guys have made. Then we'll talk about <laughs> who's who, who won and who didn't. Win. Excellent. <laughs> the heck. But I think it is weird that we don't know more about the sword. Um. And we certainly don't know what this. Well, that's a good sign that Snape doesn't have the sword. Mm. Yeah. Oh man, that was such good news so, in the next chapter yeah. with the goblins. Yep. Um, th- that's why this was a little more refreshing. It was so hectic in the last few that now it feels like they're starting to develop what can be a plan. They so, don't have it yet, but. Um. Yeah. Let's. Uh, man, I want to talk about the sword, but I want to bring up a few other questions before we talk about the sword because. So the so the sword yeah, can destroy this Horcrux, right? <laughs> well, supposedly. That's, supposedly. That's what we're led to believe. Because okay. yeah. it has the Basilisk Venom. Basil? I don't know how to say it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's made from the same, the armor of the goblin's armor? Yeah, goblin armor, yeah. So or goblin, it, yeah, steel or so whatever it, can it is. Crush. It absorbs things that are powerful or stronger than mm-hmm. it or something. Yeah, it only like, takes on that which makes, makes it stronger. So, so it's basically it's always with, getting stronger. Yeah, it's always getting stronger, yeah. And it's been around for a long time. Yeah. Yep. So it's really But that strong. also gives Horcrux vibes. If Voldemort is stronger. Oh my like, god. Like would that would that make the sword stronger then? Would that make it, the sword unbreakable? What, what what would be able to break the sword if uh, the sword is a Horcrux? Yeah, cuz if if Voldemort was around the oh, wait, sword so and it sucked sword in part backfired? of him. Well, maybe it wasn't even intentional, but if it was nearby or it was in the office or it was somewhere at Hogwarts, I feel the sword like might Voldemort have become a Horcrux anyway. Wouldn't have been able. I feel like he wanted to make it a Horcrux, but he wasn't able to. And maybe it's like a flex for the sword. Maybe it's like the sword saw Voldemort's soul and was like, yeah, well, maybe stronger. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and that's like, hey, I don't want that. <laughs> nice. I got so much good stuff in me. Forget that. But also, is there something about the goblin made factor? Like, 
are any of these other things Goblin made, or does that make it not Horcrux I eligible? I thought the crown was too. Ooh, nice. <laughs> or is it the opposite and they're all Goblin made? The ring, the sword, the crown, Maybe. the journal. Mm. Um, the journal. I don't know. I feel like we don't know enough, but there are a lot of pieces of this puzzle floating around now. Um, it's um, very mysterious. And we don't really know how the sword works um, in general. And now I feel like I want to go back and see like when Harry was using it and what that was all yeah, about. Yeah, for sure. So there is another uh, point here too. where um, So Harry's wearing the... Um, locker right now and it says the surrounding silence is broken by odd rustling and what sounded like the cracking of twigs harry thought that they were caused by animals rather than people yet he kept his wand tight at the ready his insides already uncomfortable due to their inadequate helping of rubbery mushrooms tingled with unease oh we should have eaten some mushrooms i know <laughs> he's he's like hallucinating right now he had to <laughs> Whoa, the wrong like that nice <laughs> um is someone watching them and particularly is someone who can transfigure watching them. Wait, where are we now? I'm so sorry. in this chapter, there was just, remember, they were taking shifts to yeah. like make sure nobody was sneaking up on them. Yeah. And during Harry's shift, he heard some noises. And then he, that's when he saw something after the dream thing. Yeah, that's when he had the dream about the thief. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah someone's out there. Huh. Maybe McGonagall. Hmm, that'd be good. Is. I'd be down with that. I would. That's why I went there. But I'm afraid <laughs> that it's the bats. What bats? The bats that he mentioned seeing above them, because first he mentioned. Well, they are little in critters. This exactly. And I made why? a comment at the end of the last episode because I got to peek at the chapter thingy, and I was like, "Oh yeah, nice." Um, so you think there the are bats? three bats in the picture? I did notice right away in the chapter. Does the text when, actually mention that there are bats? Yeah, the text does. Hmm. So it first mentions, um, let me see where it does. Because it, it mentions some other critters. Um, what, is it going to be a vampire that are on Voldemort's side and they're going to say, oh, Harry's here. Good thing they change locations. Hmm. You made it up. There are no bats mentioned. No, I didn't make it up, but I'm just trying to find it. Oh, here we go. Um, what page? Well, I'm first looking for reference at 277, where um, the it's talking about Hermione's enchantments and stuff. It's all at the top of the page. Um, Anti-muggle enchantments, and they would rarely come this way. Their patch of woods remained deserted, apart from occasional birds and squirrels. So I wrote, well, that's... Uh, a red flag right there because then we have to wonder does it repel animagus mm. animagi and animagus um oh, it does say bats. <laughs> and then later on that same thing 10 p.m deserted scene noting the bats fluttering high above him and then i said more critters question mark snape question mark <laughs> um but the thing that's weird about bats in particular could that be a vampire thing because that's yeah, a classic that's thing for vampires yeah we know one vampire do we know three? But how would any of these so. people find them? So they just, hmm. which is weird. In the next chapter, they happen to come across these three people that they kind of know. And then the two goblins. But what how the, would anybody. of that? I know, exactly. And how would anybody be able to find Harry? So like, if this is a person, again, how the heck does anybody find where they are in the middle of the woods? In the middle of Great Britain? Well, it would be 
Doesn't he still have that tracking device on? No, we don't know enough about how that moved, works, I but I don't or think so. Whatever. Um. Is this someone good that's watching him or something waiting? Like something, someone bad that's watching him? I just don't know what benefit there would be um, in waiting. Mm. So I tend to think it's it's someone good. Luna love good. Mm. <laughs> With her Thestrals. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, wait. Thestrals could actually get you to where you want to go. Very fast. And if they're in the Forbidden Forest... That's actually a great that, that would have been point. awesome. Yo, Thestral, bring me to Harry. Yeah. But is it like that where they know? Because Luna can see them. And they could probably smell very well. They have a great sense of smell. Ugh. Yeah, that's a good thought. And also, even if Harry like summons creature, that's again that's some kind I of magical oh, direct but they thing. Thought that that and they didn't good. do it. But again, it's just that idea that like you can never really truly hide. There's always got to be some way that you could be found. And clearly it seemed like that was true when they first went to uh, yeah. Grimwald Place. But now we're, this chapter brought up that same thing we were discussing for a couple weeks now. How does the Fidelius charm work? The secret keeper. Because Hermione again thought, well, we became secret keepers when Dumbledore died. I'm like, really? Is that how it works? Like, maybe. But even so, then does that mean that Yaxley is now let in on the secret. I know. I was trying to follow that whole thing. And then she's like, well, Yaxley can pick the whole place apart now because he's in on the secret. So even if he's in on the secret, he's not a secret keeper, Mm. even according to Hermione's logic. But according to Hermione's logic, um, Snape would be a secret keeper. So he could share with everybody. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, if what Hermione is saying is true, it feels just strange to me that they were down to be in Grimald Place at all. And why were all of the Death Eaters across the street yeah, just right. looking at them instead of yeah. being inside? So I know the whole thing is weird. I don't yeah. really get it. Yeah, I'm confused about it. Um, I don't know. It, again, feels like something we don't fully understand, but we yeah. will eventually. I wish they like went back and then brought Creature with them because I still like him. I feel like they should have tried to do that genuinely because as Creature soon, knew too much. Yeah, as soon as Harry realized, oh, we can't go back to Grimmauld Place, just summon Creature and like let him you yep. know, find food for you and go cook for you and like make good meals for you or something like that. And even if you're scared that they would do side-along apparition with Creature, they don't even know that that's possible. But yeah. if it was, then you apparate somewhere far away in the middle yeah. of nowhere call creature if he's with someone else operate away immediately yep, exactly yeah i know so it felt like again that so should have been a higher things. priority to save creature because he literally could be tortured according to hermione's little uh, theory with yaxley yeah um and he knows a lot of information about the locket and all this other stuff that you don't want the other side finding out yeah so it felt like a a lot of good reasons um and then you could send creature back on a mission and just say Hang out at Grimald Place, and if things go on, you know, update us. I don't know how exactly, but... Yeah, for real. I just felt bad they left him behind. I know. That that part always crushed me when I read it, because I was like, he's making this like beautiful meal, and then Harry Ugh. even had the thought, he's like, will Creature think like we abandoned him or not? I'm like, oh, Creature has such a great redemption arc, and I all know. of a sudden he's Keep like, it going. abandoned. You're like, dang it, this, that stinks. Not again. Um, But Harry, when he's wearing this locket, has uh, these thoughts that are creeping in his head, too. He says, nameless forebodings crept upon him as he sat there in the dark. He tried to resist them, push them away, yet they came at him relentlessly. 
Neither can live while the other survives. Ron and Hermione now, talking softly behind him in the tent, could walk away if they wanted to. He could not. And it seemed to Harry as he sat there trying to master his own fears and exhaustion that the horcrux, horcrux against his chest was ticking away at the time he had left. Stupid idea, he told himself. Don't think that. So it's like this horcrux is like playing on him in subtle ways for like his emotional, yep. the emotional toll that's taking. So maybe just a general question. What do you think each of the, the trio's biggest fear is? When they're wearing this locket, what is the locket telling them and like whispering to them? For Harry, Lies. you kind of see it here that people are against him, that he can just do this alone. Hmm. And it's well, funny because for sure. it feels like his fear is both that and the opposite. It's yeah. partially he's afraid that he could do it and should be doing it alone. Um, but the other fear is that his friends are thinking either they could do it without him or they're they're like cutting him out. So it's again, he's afraid of being alone when if Hermione and Ron are like whispering and stuff like that, it's like that's his other insecurity is that he actually is alone. So I don't know, but it's it's messing with his head. And there's part of it that's just a normal human thing and part of it could be influenced by the Horcrux, but I'm I'm curious how much is Horcrux and how much is uh projected horcrux you know <laughs> yeah. if you're like well i'm wearing this dark thing let me just let dark thoughts win for a second um because i don't know you'd, you'd probably have a lot of these weak moments anyway even if it wasn't for the horcrux what do you think uh um like ron and hermione really are seeing when they're wearing this though hmm. maybe that's what they were talking about the two of them yeah it's like doubt that they'll ever win so that way they leave harry maybe yeah doubt that they'll ever win hmm or like who do you think that's ron or hermione or a little bit of both i think a little bit of both hmm i don't know and kind of like what ron was saying when Hermione's, he was mad but i could think of like ron like he wants yeah. to be like the bet or yeah. i don't know he wants to be known for something and not the shadow or so. Ooh, that's that's bad. If he wants to be known for something, then it means he's operating somewhere dangerous. So he could be known for something. Well, I don't know. Mm. But like that's what he saw in the Yeah, you're right. The mirror. Mm-hmm. Some like him being like the best Quidditch player or something, right? Wasn't that his thing? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, the him glory standing of alone it. among his brothers. Yeah. So that's yeah. And he's mentioned that before that like he's always like the shadow or like yeah, in Harry's shadow. Yeah. That is interesting. <clears throat> hmm. Honestly, maybe it's, this is weird, but I feel like Hermione would maybe see the reality of things, like with the locket, like Ron is going to leave. Like almost the locket's like telling the future. Oh, like okay. Ron's going to leave, you're going to be alone here. Because you see that mm. the one moment where Ron is like, oh man, I hope the Cattermoles win. And Harry's about to say something about like, oh, they probably won't because she can't side along operate without her wand. Mm. And then Harry shuts up because he sees Hermione is like, oh, Ron, like absolute <laughs> love and mush in her eyes. And I feel like Hermione, one of Hermione's greatest fears right now, and the thing the locket's probably playing on her something. is he's going to abandon you. Mm. Which actually happens, which is really sad. Yikes. Fear fulfilled. Yeah, the fears of almost all of them are fulfilled. Hmm. Which is really, really 
crazy. Why they shouldn't wear it. I know exactly. Yeah. Just put it in the stupid pouch, Harry. But what was Umbridge afraid of, and why wasn't she getting any of this stuff? It's a great. But question. what if she was getting this stuff? Yeah. Like what? What she is was her thriving fear? in the? Because she's more weak-minded than these kids, so maybe she like leaned into it accidentally more. And how did her Patronus work? If she was wearing the necklace, I'd like to mm. know that. Oof. Because that is her a good point. Patronus was working that. when they were in the court or wherever mm -hmm. they were. Great catch. So. Someone, Jen, you're asking all the right questions. Someone asked <laughs> this plagued fans for a long time. So one brave fan slipped and asked J.K. Rowling at a uh, like convention. And her response to that was just, Umbridge is just a nasty piece of work. Like, that's her response. Umbridge is just such pure mm. evil that she, like, meshed with the locket a little bit and was able to cast the Patronus. Mm. Which is just, it shows how terrifying this woman actually is. It's legit. Umbridge is. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine asking JK any questions. Like questioning her book. <laughs> yeah. You question me. <laughs> yeah. Right. And like, how does she? How does she approach that? Was she like nice and like likes it, or she's like defends it? Mm. Anyways, hmm. I want to watch some of those videos. I feel like yeah, I don't even too, know what now. she's like, but mm. it feels like she addresses some little things even in the book. Yeah. I forget what it was that was in these two chapters. There was something that felt like it was like clarifying something from a previous book. Was it about apparition or something else? Or it how? might have been apparition with the wand. You have to apparate with the oh, wand. Oh, yes. That that question was brought up. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I Harry said it as that. a question. He said, like, he was wondering if the Mrs. Cattermole could apparate without her wand. And we don't know. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah, I, I don't think so, right? Like, usually you needed it. So, yeah, that's interesting. I didn't even know that. I, yeah, I right. couldn't remember the specifics either, but yeah. I thought that this was the thing. This kind of confirms it, even though like, well, you don't really, really know it, but you're like, oh, this is like Harry really doubts that they're going to make it because they she can't apparate without her wand. Right. So maybe they're going to find some other wand or do something, you know? But if the person doing the apparating is with their wand and it's side by side, then maybe they could, but yeah. then you're wondering if can muggles even apparate and other things like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when Harry's experiencing his fears here, he sees this vision. Um, and this is kind of the, what the beginning of this vision has. It says, Harry's voice was high, clear, and cold, his wand held in front of him by a long-fingered white hand. The man at whom he was pointing was suspended upside down in midair, though there were no ropes holding him. He swung there, invisibly and eerily bound. His limbs wrapped about him. His terrified face, on a level with Harry's, ruddy due to the blood that had rushed to the head he had pure white hair and a thick bushy beard a trust up father christmas i have it not i have no more it was many years ago stolen from me what is he talking about here i'm thinking it's another wand made from fox feather and because Fox is gone now, Voldemort can't you look for him. said that last time. And so mm. I feel like it has to be a wand. And it's so specific, but didn't feel that special, but special enough. So it made me just kind of wonder if Dumbledore had kind of arranged a little something like, hey, you know, Voldemort's got this wand and now we need a little chosen one. 
hey, Grigorovich, hey, Ollivander, Fox is given some feathers. Can you start making some wands here? We're looking for a kid to be born soon to get, you know, some action here. So it just feels like it could be one of those things that Dumbledore might have orchestrated um, potentially. But I don't know how Voldemort would have found out about it unless Ollivander told him. And now he's going to Grigorovich and saying, the other one I had is already gone. Yeah. Harry got it. So you could maybe try Grigorovich. Maybe he got another one. Um, but it feels weird because now we know it's something. Mm-hmm. Grigorovich has acknowledged its existence. Voldemort is hot on the trail. And man, I was racking my brain trying to think of a <laughs> blonde person. That yeah, had. right. Who is the thief? So again, I think the two questions that really come up out of this chapter. And Harry has a bunch at the end, here are two other lines. It says, he read Grigorovich's mind and saw that this young bloke perched on a windowsill. And he fired a curse at Grigorovich and jumped at a sight. He stole it. He stole whatever you know who's after. And I, I think I've seen him somewhere. What was Voldemort trying to find? So these are all the questions that are going on in Harry's mind. What was Voldemort trying to find? Why, with the Ministry of Magic and the wizarding world at his feet, was he far away intent on the pursuit of an object that Grigorovich had once owned and which had been stolen by the unknown thief? Harry could still see the blonde-haired faces, youth, youth is faiths. It was merry, wild, and there was a Fred and George-ish air of triumphant trickery about him. He soared from the windowsill like a bird, and Harry had seen him before, but he could not think where. With Grigorovich dead, it was the merry-faced thief who was in danger now. And it was on him that Harry's thoughts dwelled as Ron's snores began to rumble from the lower bunk and he himself drifted slowly into sleep once more. So I thought you might yeah. know because you're always yeah. know. But I was thinking the only place that had a ton of people was the either the Quidditch, the World Cup okay. of Quidditch or the Triwizard mm, tournament. Like, tournament, like a fan of his or something. Hmm. Wasn't there a boy mm. that was like falling around? But I know there's the one with the camera that was from mm-hmm. school, but I thought there was another one. Wait, a boy following who around? Harry. Mm. That was like kind of like, I don't know. Was at he the, a Durmstrang boy? At the Wizarding. And not one of the Creepy Brothers? Oh, at the World Cup? Yeah, I can't remember where it was. I thought it was like, I It does know. sound a little familiar, but it feels so long ago. And one tough thing to think about this whole thing as well is that Voldemort right now is looking into his memory. So this could be a boy mm, currently. This, mm-hmm. this could be Colin Creevy. This could be literally be Fred and George before, you know, Fred and George became, they could have stolen something from Grigorovich unknown. Or it could have been like Grigorovich is an old guy. It could have been when Grigorovich was younger and this object got stolen from him. You're mm. not exactly sure about when this thing mm. happened. Yep. And that's why the... That familiarity is weird, but it's a vague familiarity. Like my first thought was, is it Crumb or one of the other Durmstrang boys? But it couldn't be Crumb. Harry would have known. And if it was another Durmstrang boy, I still feel like, again, I'm thinking of proximity to Grigorovich. But then like. Wait, what if it's Luna's dad? I was a young Xenophilius? <laughs> Xenophilius. What was he doing? Because wasn't his Whoa, hair like? And, but he was wearing the thing on his chest, which was, was carved his up hair there. Was like crazy, no? That'd be nuts. That'd be <laughs> really white? good, Jen. It was. It was white. It was gray. Yeah, like I know. But cotton I'm saying, candy, what candy if floss. he had blonde hair when he was a kid, looking like a giant mm. bird? Um, that's a good theory. 
That would explain familiarity because of the age, not mm -hmm. necessarily because it was like a distant memory. Mm -hmm. um, but I was trying to think of members of the order when they were younger, like uh, Mrs. Weasley's siblings who were in that initial picture. I thought, what did Mr. Malfoy look like when he was younger? Did he have blonde hair? But Could he have gone to Durmstrang for any amount of time? You were saying that Voldemort can see into Harry's mind. and. Mm -hmm. But can, Voldemort is obviously able to change things so mm -hmm. Harry could see things that are yeah. not actually happening or true. But then are you saying then that he's giving him glimpses of stuff so that Harry thinks of a person that looks like that person? So like, the books portray it slightly kind of like this, except you just don't know at this point. So that's the one thing. You just don't know what to trust with some of the memories that are happening. But the books put your mind maybe a tiny bit at ease because after the Order of the Phoenix, Dumbledore says Voldemort has closed that. He doesn't, he's not infiltrating Looking Harry's mind anymore Harry. at all. But the moments that Harry can see into his mind are because of the connection that's always existed between them is because right. of the scar. And it's because, he know how to yeah, do that because anyway. anytime Voldemort experiences a, a crazy emotion, um, he can Harry see. has like a glimpse into that. You don't really know why he has a glimpse into that, but you, he has some kind of glimpse get, into it. I hope I get all my answers at the end of this book. <laughs> you will. And then you don't. We'll what do you mean JK. you will? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, just so. want me to keep reading. That's yep. what he says. Just keep reading. <laughs> just, just keep reading. Keep reading. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, you just don't know who the thief is. You don't know what the thief, what they want, what Voldemort really wants from him. I can't believe he him. killed him though. Too. I know. Voldemort is going on a spree right now. Yeah, it's nuts. Like Voldemort just has this weird feeling of like when he knows he's gotten everything he can out of someone, he does not care about but them at all. But can't he just say like to make something for him? That's what I don't get. But that's mm. again, that's why it feels like there's a scarcity to whatever this thing is. Because it's not as simple as that. And then it's like, don't his followers, I guess you can't do anything about it now. It's too late. But it's like you're watching. Once he gets something he wants, I mean, he kills you. Mm. So why does yep. he have yeah. followers? Yeah, right. It's a great question. It is a great question. Mm. Oh my gosh, this guy. Um, and that's even uh, what. So like you're talking about Zeno, and you're talking about this like object that he has around his neck, and uh, Crumb said he almost got a fight with Zeno. There's mm. like a there's weird connections with this whole thing. Like there's yes. some, you're, there, we're circling something because Crumb doesn't like Xenophilius because Xenophilius has this mark around him. That the mark was what? Do you remember? It was Grindelwald's mark. Okay, so it was Grindelwald's mark. Grindelwald uh, or Gregorovich made Crumb's wand as well. So you're like, there's a weird connection between Zeno and between Gregorovich somehow, and between and Grindelwald and the and yeah. Durmstrang because yeah. that's where it was that's carved he on went. the wall. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so it, it is this whole. All these pieces are like. It feels like we can connect two dots in many different directions yeah, right? yeah, yeah. but we, we just don't know how the whole they thing. all fit together because yeah. there are just too many of these little things yeah um yeah and crumb <laughs> thinks that grindelwald was evil and we've always thought that too but then, but then there's a little more to it and we're like oh maybe there might, could it be his might not wand? be xenophilius isn't grindelwald's wand yeah that gregorovich got somehow like so after Dumbledore uh, defeated well, him because he, he's dead or what I don't know. 
if he's even dead. Yeah, we don't even know if he's dead. But if he is, are you buried with the wand? Like that scene with Dumbledore. Did Dumbledore get buried with his wand? Um, Like who has Dumbledore's wand? I don't know. This is all weird. Yeah, because some wands get passed down to other people, but some don't. So and then if it is a wand, who had it first and why are they looking for it? Or is it like you said, it like gains power the more it's used. So like whoever had it. Mm. Well, that's, I think, why Voldemort doesn't think he can beat Harry face to face anymore. <laughs> his wand, why? Well, because his wand has lost to Harry's too many times. And then this little gold thing that Harry's wand did, I feel like confirmed it to Voldemort mm. where he's like, this is forces beyond me. Like it's, what it it's doing. It was like Some, it, yeah. something gold, a gold essence and the wand turned without Harry and did something. And I'm trying to picture, was it even in Harry's hand? I think it might've been. Yeah. But it was but distinctly Harry's not hand Harry was doing away, it. And then Harry's arm raised voluntarily, involuntarily um. and then shot gold sparks or shot like a golden uh, jet of spell at Voldemort. That's awesome. I know, (laughs) but I think enough that Voldemort, he knows his stuff and he's dueled enough people that I think he's like, oh, this is next level. Not good. I need, I need something very specific that I don't have. And that's what he's searching for. Yeah. Um, and it's not something that can be made or he would have had Ollivander or Grigorovich making it. This is something else. It's very specific. And that's what makes me go back to Fox every time. Um, but then isn't this prime time for Harry to like, go after him if he doesn't have this wand? Yeah, it is. It is prime time. Yeah. Yeah. They're scared. But then he has to collect. It's like seems so stupid. Let's let Voldemort get more powerful while we go on a goose hunt. Yeah, for, like, goose his... chase. Yeah, for Horcruxes. Mm. Yeah, that's the word. Yep. Phrase. Um, and it all seems impossible. I just give up. <laughs> yeah, yeah it really does they don't know anything ron's point is actually a great point i know both of them thought harry had more to go on and, and he has nothing he has nothing and then it's more upsetting that dumbledore didn't enlighten him yep. or leave him a journal yep. that only he could open with his mouth <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh yeah what did he do to the, <laughs> the to the snitch he, he like tried to put it in his lips. mouth again like he memory, caught it the yeah. first time <clears throat> yep yeah that would have been great or like why aren't they figuring that stuff out the riddles and everything yeah yeah because like it might open up, up stuff there's so much they have to figure out in these books and they're just not i feel like they're not taking steps to yep. do it you know they're a little paralyzed yeah. by well, fear it, yeah well they're stuck i mean yeah because even i'm just thinking of um like fighting back like you had said Voldemort's gaining power and he's weak now like could they be out there taking on death eaters but in like one-on-one kind of battles or is it too risky and they're not actually good enough wizards to do that but like could be could they go back to Grimwald place where they know death eaters are and take some out you know what I mean just operate in take a few out leave and just kind of like do something but are there any is there guerrilla warfare happening are there any <laughs> other wizards fighting back seems like they're all on the run yeah it really does it's kind of a shame i know i'm thinking of uh, red dawn great movie um where are the, the kids <laughs> yeah. they form their little army and they're like fighting back against whoever the evil people that came in well jenny was trying oh yeah, yeah that right. was so awesome jenny level neville and Lynn, right the kids are doing it and was that just because they knew that dumbledore had given it to harry and they were trying yeah, to get it back for him. Interesting. Because they chose 
the sword of Gryffindor. Like that's so specific. But I was like, wait, did Harry update all of them about the whole yeah. situation? Because that's, I mean, they're they're doing it. I mean, it kind of stinks that it wasn't the real sword anyway. <laughs> so if they got it, they'd be like, oh, whoops. Yeah. Um, there must have been something like, oh, do you think Luna got information from her dad or something? Mm. Oh, yeah, because the Quibbler's the... Yeah. The whole linchpin of this is Xenophilia's love. Yes. <laughs> and Ginny is a go-getter, you know, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as it said that uh, some students broke in, I was like, oh. Yeah. But then it's like Jenny. a numbers game. Like, all the students should rebel. Yeah. I know they're all mm. weak and learning the magic, so I yeah. guess can't. But, like, there's mandatory now. So yeah. while all right. yeah, just against- fight Snape, go to Snape's class and just like, you know, under your desk, about a cadaver. <laughs> <laughs> just a sneaky little attack. They all just try. Yeah. Mm. That's, so that's the next chapter. So let's talk about the next oh, chapter. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything else in this one? Oh, you guys ha- asked all my questions. So the next chapter might be short, but maybe. Um, no, I don't think there's anything else. Lots of questions, you know. <laughs> Who's this blonde person? I know. This, these, this, sitting on yeah, thing like a bird so or like a bat you see like what i mean with this book too is that there's like you get answers to some questions in some chapters and then some chapters are like tons of action happens and then you're just like these two you're just sitting in the woods and you have 20 more questions of what you you're just like racking up questions and it's so frustrating but just wait any chance it was dumbledore no harry would have recognized him though As but maybe not if he was really young if he was really young Dumbledore stole the wand. Uh, we don't know what color hair he had, but could it have been blonde? I feel like there may, it may be. I think he was a redhead, which oh, is why right. there's a theory that, that Ron, Ron is. Yeah. <laughs> which is in a it's theory, related but. to Dumbledore? Well, yeah. Like, could it have been like Aberforth or something else? But oh, no. The theory that Ron is Dumbledore. It's a time traveling Dumbledore. <laughs> oh. It's, it's ridiculous. Interesting. Yeah. Or Ed Sheeran. Yeah. The musician. <laughs> that was such a funny meme. <laughs> and then Eminem. Oh, Eminem yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they decided not to go in the magical world. Now they're musicians. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Uh, that would be their exact type of music. Draco would do like hard Eminem rap. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Ron would do love songs to Hermione. <laughs> so That's true. true. <laughs> That's funny. Um. So here's uh, some of the lines that we have to start. Or Goblin Revenge, actually. Can you give me a summary of Goblin's Revenge, chapter 15? You guys, were, we're, we're already talking about a lot of this, so this one might go quick. But yeah. we'll reiterate some of these chapters. So this is um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. They overhear some something approaching the tent. They see that it's uh, goblins. They've got their extendable ears. Um, and they start eavesdropping and hearing all the updates on the outside world. Um, so a lot of really useful stuff. They find out that the sword of Gryffindor is fake um, because the goblins recognized goblin um, magic and they knew that it wasn't goblin made and the sword is. So um, then they pull out the painting, ask uh, Phineas Phineas Nigellus, and he tells them that Dumbledore used it to break the ring, which Mm kind of confirms to them that it's a horcrux. And then Ron gets real mad and leaves. So this is the chapter of eavesdropping and Ron leaving. Yeah. Yep. This is a crazy chapter, but uh, some of the first two lines in this are Harry and Hermione felt that it was best to not stay anywhere too long. And Ron agreed with the sole proviso that their next move took them within reach of a bacon sandwich. And then one of the next ones, when Harry comes back after he sees that there is Dementors here, 
<clears throat> says, but you can make a brilliant Patronus, protested Ron, when they had arrived when Harry had arrived back at the tent empty handed. Out of breath and mouthing a single word, Dementors. I couldn't make one, he panted, clutching the stitch in his side. Wouldn't come. So Harry wasn't able to cast Patronus because of the Horcrux, right? But yeah. What is the Horcrux maybe. actually maybe? Is there is there another reason why it could be? And what is the Horcrux yeah. actually doing to them? The thing is, I'm I'm still trying to view this from both sides of maybe it is the Horcrux. Easy, straight up. Okay, cool. That stinks. It's unfortunate. Take the Horcrux off and give it a practice and see how it does. But what if it isn't? What if the Horcrux really isn't doing anything? It's all this really subtle stuff. And what if Harry is genuinely starting to lose hope mm. that they can win? Wow. And and there's not enough happy memories because he's losing hope in victory the here plan, yeah. so that that was my first thought even as they were saying it that's so um, sad that is really sad because it's it just feels uh i'm laughing because i wrote um expectile dysfunction in the margin here <laughs> um, but i love harry's language here it's just, <laughs> i don't know if i should read this now in light of that <laughs> i couldn't make one wouldn't come <laughs> <laughs> nice and i forgot about all the uh analogies that were made yes it's um oh my god oh, anyone ever asked jk that <laughs> yeah um but i was thinking this was all in his head not necessarily just the um necklace the locket so you know mm. <laughs> oh that's so funny um, <laughs> so ridiculous <laughs> yeah it could just be playing on the fears that harry has and like they're coming to fruition like he is terrified he has very little hope anymore so he's not actually able to um cast this patronus <clears throat> and these chapters are disappointing and defeating because like things like you get it's like two steps forward five steps back yeah it's like they got the locket oh crap we don't know how to get how to kill a locker like defeat the locket mm -hmm. oh we found out more information on how, how to defeat it but then ron leaves and like there are left two of them it's like dang it they just are they just gotta get all, all on the same page and like you know go ahead with this but it's like it's tough because anytime you get a moment of hope that moment seems to be crushed even in her writing she gives you're you right. moments and glimpses and you're like oh she's like nope not anymore even in this, like at the very end, they overhear all this stuff, new information. They're talking to Phineas and then Ron leaves. It feels yeah. like they turn around and Ron's upset already. You're like, what's going on? Like this, it, this should be a good thing. Why are you getting upset right now? Um, again, I asked, is it dumb to wear the Horcrux everywhere? And we kind of talked about that already. He doesn't <clears throat> do that to the invisibility cloak. He yeah. leaves that around, you know what I mean? But he does carry it with him, not all the time anymore. Like, actually, Dumbledore had to tell him, carry it with you all the time in certain spots. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't, mm -hmm. but he doesn't all the time. He doesn't really do this anymore. With the, oh, Dumbledore said that to him? Well, he did. Uh, he wanted him to do that in um, the Half-Blood Prince book to carry the uh, cloak around with him at, at all times. Hmm. Um, but now he doesn't. He just kind of has it around him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think in my mind that was also really special and the letter from his mom and things mm -hmm. like that. I'm like, like he is a kid, but he's also like, he's kind of like a, becoming a man here. Like you're not going to lose it. Just mm -hmm. put it somewhere you know where it is and it's fine. Yeah. Like you're in this tent. 
when you go to bed, don't sleep with it around your neck. It didn't clarify that it, anyone did that, but like put it like on the center table, like yeah, put it in eyesight, just keep it around. You don't have to like actually uh, wear it. Yeah, seriously. Um, just keep track of it. Be responsible. I don't know. I know. I was nervous that while they were doing the watch, um, one of them would be wearing it and then have be possessed like Hermione or something when they weren't paying attention. So that was, to me, that was scarier. The idea of someone wearing this without supervision. Mm. Um, It's like, that's where you're going to let the the dark thoughts win. So I thought, you know, how about all three of you there? Nobody's wearing it. Mm. Keep it in somewhere in the middle of you guys. Voldemort doesn't know what's happening. Like, part of, I don't know, just a thought that like all the seven souls, whatever. <laughs> like, does he know what's going on with them? Like, like can, can he, he feel, feel anything? something being disrupted? It seems like he can't because they've been stretched out so much. Because mm. it's like he stretched his soul out so thin that he can't necessarily feel some of this. And I'm I'm still thinking of tethers as being the right idea of like. It, if we're thinking of it like a piece of his soul, you'd think you would know that, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, ouch, a part of me is hurting, a, a part of me is missing, you know. But if you're thinking of it more like a tether, um, I don't know. It I'm, Maybe I'm thinking of uh, some hot air balloon analogy. Like if it's sitting on the yeah. ground, it's on Earth. It could have a million yeah, tethers. Right, it yeah. doesn't matter. You're not going to feel if one breaks because it's not stretching it yet. Mm-hmm. But then if it tries to take off, that's it's when the tether analogy, holds you yeah. down. So. It's like, well, he's not putting any tension on the tether because he's not dying. He's yeah. on Earth right now. And if he, you know, is starting to ascend and and no longer be on Earth, that's mm. where the tether would hold him down. Yeah. So these tethers are being destroyed. He's not noticing and hopefully not noticing. Um, and then if eventually he uh, is killed, that's what it would be like. He's expecting the tethers and they wouldn't be there anymore. Mm. And that's when he could actually be destroyed. Um, so I'm thinking of it more like that. But maybe that's just me being hopeful that he's not going to feel this when they destroy it or he didn't feel it when the ring was destroyed or the diary um, or anything like else. So I guess we'll find out when mm-hmm. they find out how to destroy the locket. And on the Horcrux discussion, there's another one that um, Harry kind of feels and experiences. And Hermione questions. It said, you told us that you know who asked Dumbledore to give him a job after he left, said Hermione. That's right, said Harry, and Dumbledore thought he only wanted to come back to try to find something. Probably another founder's object to make into a horcrux? Is there something... Is there So there's another founder's object that might be a horcrux, so you guys might have gotten that one, but is there something in Hogwarts that's a horcrux? Harry has this fixation that somewhere in Hogwarts yeah, no, there's a horcrux. Not. I feel like his, thing, his theories were right, though, because why? I don't know. Hmm. Why would he want to go so badly to work there? Yeah. And now he took over it, which was different maybe. But. Yeah. I'm, JK writes it so like they're they're like, you know, having these debates over weeks. But you're like the, the Ron and Hermione almost dismiss some of these ideas too easily. Right. Right. And you're like, just give him give like let Harry, you know, maybe you're not going to go to Hogwarts, but like plan it out. What would be hidden at Hogwarts? Yeah. You know, and like, it, think you know they've through. got time. Talk yeah. it out. Talk it all the way out. Um Maybe they should try to talk to the. They should try talking to the paintings. I know, right? Because mm. they have. If they had to paint Dumbledore now, 
to make another painting portal that they could talk to <laughs> Dumbledore in the office. Oh Who would be the best painter? <laughs> That's crazy. But like, I'm also kind of wondering, like, can you paint and can you paint with magic or mm. is there something about it? You can't paint with magic. You have to paint with real paintbrushes to create enough of the essence of someone because you mm. can't just use the magic to make it. That'd be like cheating almost. You could just do it instantly. Um, so maybe maybe none of them could make an accurate painting. But do we know anyone who paints who could help them make a Dumbledore <laughs> portal? I don't think we've seen maybe yeah, a creature in anywhere. his spare time. Yeah, but he paints. Hermione was able to make a blindfold on the painting. Yeah, that's so true. can't she do like a telephone? That's actually a great point. Wait, do a telephone? Like something so like <laughs> yeah. they could talk to Dumbledore but not see him. Whoa, that's intense. And it would be so loud through Phineas's painting that Dumbledore in the painting next to him would hear it in Hogwarts. That's an interesting idea. That's thinking outside the box, thinking outside the frame. Um, (laughs) That's, but that's the kind of stuff they should be like brainstorming, even if it's extreme or crazy, just the extendable ears. They give it to the painting. She makes one of them <laughs> like, wait, into the painting and then the pass painting? it over. <laughs> That's a great idea. It's um, like, that is what, a good it's idea. magic, so anything can happen. Anything, yeah. Yeah. I just <laughs> maybe. She made a new pendant thing. She, she made a did fake do that. Uh huh. She blindfolded the <clears throat> painting. So maybe they could add things to it, but they probably can't paint Dumbledore again because. Dumbledore has to have spent time with the painting, at least the headmaster. For it to actually be, for it to yeah. be uh, effective. And like, is that part of it actually, where someone has to sit and model for the painting almost to have it like probably, be it's theirs? Probably something like that, like to that have old it be their essence. Feel. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I got to do a little research into that. There are some stuff written. There is some stuff written about that. Um, Which means Hermione probably read that stuff, and exactly, she knows, I but I, I don't. So here I am, like, <laughs> well, let's paint Dumbledore. <laughs> hmm. Um, I just don't know what could be at Hogwarts. What could be the the Horcrux there? Hmm. And yeah, I don't know. What if he made the doorknob to the master's thing of Horcrux? <laughs> the Griffin? The, the Griffin. Knocker. Knocker. Interesting. Is it significant enough? Maybe. It's the entrance to the... It is an entrance. It could be... And it's Gryffindor, which is like... Maybe that's the Gryffindor thing. Slytherin thing on. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good thought. And because now we're kind of wondering, could the sort of Gryffindor be a Horcrux? Um, we had thought that before, but maybe if it isn't, then he would need another Gryffindor. I'm just thing. thinking of Voldemort like leaving, being pissed off that Dumbledore mm. wouldn't hire him and like, screw you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very accessible, so probably not. <laughs> you but. just murder someone right there and like, you <laughs> yep. this knocker. Boom, screw you. there it is. Um, but again, there would probably be, maybe there is some curse on it. Maybe it's like. Uh, the defense against the dark arts thing or like he, he, he some kind mm. of horcruxes on on that because one right. someone can only have the job yeah, for one year at a time so like this whatever the object is it probably has to have some kind of curse to it um mm. like the other objects do or maybe it doesn't maybe it's like an maybe it's like a horcrux he didn't intend to make or something like that you know uh, i don't know maybe oh, like it's in first... that that room that room the room that appears and disappears. Oh, uh, the room requirement? requirement. Yeah, maybe it's in there. 
like that tiara on top of the uh, <laughs> wardrobe. Nice. Yes, you are um, not gonna let tiaras go. <laughs> I just think no. they would make such perfect horcruxes. Um, we should get you on. For but which one is it though, Danny? Because you're you're gonna bring up two horcruxes. I'm bringing up bringing a up lot two, of horcruxes, uh, two different tiaras. But the thing that I like about it is wearable horcruxes, all the rage. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> and so the. Diary you have to carry. That's so lame. But that's that's an anomaly. That's a separate okay, you guys thing. You're talking about a sword. I can carry that around. No, no, but you do. You wear it. You know? You got a sword on your <laughs> yeah. hip. You got a ring. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Knocking this. He's gonna um, have a diary in his hand, a sword, a locket, a ring. It's and like yeah, it's got so the whole thing. You wear thing. it all and then you kill that person. How about you put all these the items tiara on, on your head? <laughs> Whoa, he like he suits up in all the Horcrux armor yeah. to fight Voldemort. Then Voldemort can't attack him because he'll accidentally kill his own Horcruxes. Great. It wouldn't really work though, unless the person who creates the Horcrux has more power to kill it. Mm. That'd be different. But um, I'm trying so to think of any Voldemort other. Voldemort turns good and then he destroys his own Horcruxes. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. He would. Well, accidentally Harry's part be of him, right? So maybe somehow he can Harry make can Voldemort destroy, destroy his own Horcruxes. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. Harry got a gold watch. You can wear that too, but that can't be a Horcrux. What? Mm. But it was it was Mrs. Weasley's <laughs> brother's thing. But I can't remember if he was killed directly by Voldemort or not. It's it like been he a... just answers me with like glassed over eyes and is still thinking of. I can do multiple things no, at once. No, you can't. Sometimes you, the um, two of you cannot. Do. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Not here, at least. What's going to be the um, Horcrux? What's the top culprit suspect? I don't know, but it can't be something that obvious. Man. It's either in the room requirement. It's in that the Slytherin thing that opened up. What was it? The air of Slytherin. The uh, the, the chamber, chamber of, secrets. of secrets. Maybe there's still something that they I'm missed. thinking of things like that, too, or things with, like, Moaning Myrtle. Things with... Um, Aragog. Well, he's already dead, so that's like a little weird. But why does? But yeah, they should have asked morning. Mo, what moaning, moaning Myrtle. Myrtle more things? Mm, absolutely. And well, or, we've always said about, that about question, Harry. What about ask like more questions? Hagrid's yes. like hut. What? Um, Hagrid's hut. Question the goats. The ghosts. <laughs> the ghosts. <laughs> that's what Aberforth. Yeah, is doing. seriously, he tried goats. to question them. <laughs> Didn't go well. <laughs> Um, what's in Hagrid's hut? Anything good that could be a Horcrux? Maybe. It is far um, away. No one would really go there, and he would think Hagrid's too dumb to check. Mm. So it could be a good. But spot. Would it have significance? Whatever it, it, where, whatever place he's hiding these things in has some kind of significance. To the him. area yeah. has significance to oh, like the him, object. yeah. And the object's a cool object. So like the Griffin like Knocker is, is actually a good one because he probably yeah. wanted to be headmaster. So it could be something like that where he was like anticipating him becoming headmaster and then he kind of like has a downfall. And but then it's is, is too exposed to. is the only thing that yeah. I thought. Right. Yeah. But Pensieve? Mm. It seems like that was kind of Dumbledore's thing. Mm. Yeah, um, but does that mean anyone can go into the Pensieves now? The... Wait, what do you like, mean? Anyone? Well, I'm just saying Snape is now in the headmaster's office. So is the Pensieve full of Dumbledore's thoughts and you can just go in them? Mm. Was it because it Dumbledore? was left? I assumed that Dumbledore would do the same thing Snape always did. Yeah, yeah. Like Snape would like hide oh, his okay. thoughts before they went in, and mm. then I assumed Dumbledore would do the same. Okay. Like put it in, explore, yeah. pull it back. Um, he seems pretty controlled and disciplined with that stuff. But 
also that might have actually been Dumbledore's, not like the schools. So he might have given it to Aberforth or some other person or like something else. Mm. Um I just can't think of much else, but I love that Harry said Dumbledore even admitted that he never assumed he knew all of Hogwarts secrets. Mm. So that's like a weird thing because Harry's thinking it and now we're thinking, what if Dumbledore didn't even know what the Horcrux was, but it it could still be at Hogwarts in some little thing. One one reason I love that line too is because Dumbledore says it and then he says... Just the other day, I was wandering around, and I really need a bathroom. And then yeah. it, he's actually talking about the room requirement there. And it's like, that's where we get like the foreshadowing for yep. the room requirement oh, later. Yeah, it's yeah. like such a good little piece of writing. It's so fantastic. It is so good. And it's so like silly the way he says it. But then it's like kind of profound. You're like, oh, whoa. It's so good. I know. It's so good. Um, so this is when they, they run into this group. So Dirk Cresswell... Ted Tonks, Dean, Ooh, Grip confirmation Hook, it's Cress and Gornick. Nice. <laughs> we all knew it. But. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is Viney Kristen here. No, 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 Dirk's the one we've mentioned a few times um, because he was the head of the Goblin like, Liaison oh, Office. We all knew it. And remember, like, Mr. I have Weasley. No idea. If I'm if I'm remembering correctly, Mr. Weasley stood up for Dirk Cresswell. Yeah, because. The, it's assumed that the guy that Harry was polyjuiced to be, what's his name again? The evil dude that everyone was scared of. Don't know, um, but I know. Mr. Weasley stood up to him and said, <laughs> Dirk is 10 times the wizard you'll ever be. Yeah. And he, oh, he assumed yeah, that Harry's polyjuice dude forged the documents of the family tree to get mm-hmm. Dirk Cresswell kicked out of his job so he could take the job. Gotcha. And that's why Dirk speaks um, goblin, gobbledygook. Gobbledygook, yeah, it's gobbledygook. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, <laughs> Because he was the head of the Goblin Liaison Office. And it means Mr. Weasley trusts him. So now we kind of trust him. Um, at least to a certain degree, even though we I had some negative surpri- things to say. Sorry. No, no, you're surprised by what? That like Harry and Hermione and Ron didn't just be like, Me too. hey guys, we're here. Right, yeah. I was getting excited about one of those moments. I know. Because like, like that could be. Even if they did it be, with the invisibility cloak. I know because it could be all of them could go against Voldemort. Yeah. Yeah, like do something like a numbers game. Like they could mess with Dirk Creswell. Dirk Creswell's like, How, why would why should we trust him? He's on the run, and Harry's like, Oh, am I? <laughs> like, yeah, says, literally. Shoulder, you know, I was waiting for one yeah. of those like moments, but uh, I, did you think that was going to happen in the chapter? Yeah, you disappointed I did. When they didn't? I was because mm-hmm. I thought here we are. They know more information yeah. than Harry knows. Yes, and like it could be a good thing where they just like give information, but like we don't want to know what you're doing. But j- we'll fill you in on things we find out. Mm. But yeah. then I guess you could torture. But then they won't know where they are anyway. So they'll yeah. why would somewhere it be else? Maybe the same thing. And they would just, yeah, so I don't know. But also I probably would have been yelling at them a little bit if they came out to <laughs> yeah, talk right? to them. Yeah. Just because it would be, it would be risky. They did the safest thing. Mm. Don't come out, stay hidden, whatever. But what I'm thinking, the reason I was a little like hopeful that they would come out is because... You don't need to do the safest thing anymore. We need to to defeat Voldemort. And you don't have a plan. That's their whole thing. We have no plan. We mm-hmm. don't really know. They're trying to form a plan. They've got some good kind of ideas. But it feels like they should be talking to people who know more to help formulate a plan. I also feel like they should follow them. Hmm. Hmm. Like keep hiding but yeah. following them in distance. And then if they think something's up and they find them, oh, well, you found me. Yeah. The one yeah. thing I kept thinking in this chapter is how cheap uh, wizard fishing is. You just go, I know. Akio salmon. Unless salmon just <laughs> jump out of the what water and the? you bake them. It's like, what? what is that? It's cheating. 
and Why Hermione couldn't find it? any good yeah, right? fish. I know. <laughs> She's not good at fishing. Are they not thinking this? Come on. Because yeah, that that was that takes the joy out of it. But I mean, at least it's quick. <laughs> yeah. But why didn't she do that? And then Ron wouldn't be mm. hungry and hangry yeah. and run away. Maybe it still takes skill mm. somehow. She's like, good. Yeah, but for one, you have to know what kind of fish it is. I know it's you can't true. just say Accio salmon. That's the problem. Hermione was out there like Accio catfish, yeah, Accio right? sunfish, <laughs> Accio tuna. She's got and another fish coming yeah, yeah. out, you know. So she didn't get the right fish. Um, there's got to be some skill to it. Shrimp, mm. lobster, sushi. <laughs> um, so they find out. Uh, they find out a few little tidbits of information here. But one thing they find out is the information about the sword. So one thing I want to talk about real quick is is. You guys talked about this a little bit before, but why did why was Ginny trying to steal the sword? Why were the trio, the like Ginny, Luna, and, and Neville trying to steal? Yeah, the sword? Yeah, I like my theory. What was your theory? Luna told them something. Luna knows more. Oh, that's a good theory. Yeah. Because I was assuming From Harry passed it on to mm-hmm. Ginny after the whole debacle with the will. But I don't know because it seemed like only the three knew about it. Because. But then, if Ginny knew about it, that's cool too. Mm. But I, I don't know. I mm. just like the theory that Luna's dad yep. put something out there about it. I don't know. The sword. A Luna went to Ginny. Ginny's like, let's get it. Mm. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because it almost makes you think there was Dumbledore's will had other people involved. You know, like I just am thinking, all right, well, what if Xenophilius had something in Dumbledore's will? And there was some message to him, some message to some other person, you know, to yeah, I hope so. Directly to the Weasleys for something else, or like more to it somehow. But it still feels very aggressive to do that, and especially now that we know, like, it literally could have gotten them killed, mm-hmm. um, and it was fake. Yep. So I'm like, well, why risk all that for a fake sword? Or do they need the sword to be at Gringotts? No, they couldn't be all up in that whole plan of like, no, well, let's okay. try and steal it so it gets moved more secure. How on earth would they be able to steal something from Gringotts? I feel like that's an impossibility. Like maybe the Ministry yeah, that of Magic, would that would make it. I don't think they could ever do something vulnerable. from Gringotts. Wait, what did Hagrid say though? He said, "There's no there's no place, place safer than Hogwarts except, Hogwarts except no, there's no safe oh, no okay. better safe placer than Gringotts except maybe Hogwarts." Well, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. It's ironic now that I guess the Death Eaters don't believe that because they're yeah. saying Gringotts is safer than Hogwarts. Yeah. Um, and it's a weird trust in the goblins, although it sounds like they're starting to replace some goblins. And Malfoy yeah. figured it out. That's what's also crazy. I know. But to that make, is insane, right? To make that is, Hogwarts not safe. Yep. Yeah. Wow. That is ridiculous. So this this sword scene is a fake. So the question is, where did Dumbledore hide this sword? Was it a fake when Dumbledore had it or no? It probably wasn't when he destroyed the thing. No, I don't like think it could be when he destroyed the it. ring and then hit it. And then hit it. Now, if it was a fake that they didn't give to Harry and they were looking at for whatever. They never gave Harry the sword. No, they never did. It was in Hogwarts. They said it's property of Hogwarts. But the one that was in Hogwarts could have been the fake one. That's what it is. Yeah. No, what I'm saying is that Dumbledore has the real one hiding somewhere. That the kids had the clues to get the sword that's actually real, and that the fake one has been in Hogwarts since he destroyed the as ring. just a distraction. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So are the clues that's are the theory. clues the uh, the things in the will, or are the clues something else? 
the clues or the things in the will, I think. I think he purposely wrote, Harry gets the sword of whatever, Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. And that the clues now, in my mind, help to find the sword. Because now mm-hmm. that they find this information, they might know. I don't know how the heck he thought they were going to figure that out, that it was a <laughs> fake one. But to me, it's only that makes sense because that's actually helpful information. Like all these clues are random and weird, but they're going to help him find the sword that helps to kill the Horcruxes Mm. Mm -hmm. because nothing else really makes sense. So that's what I'm going to get behind. Mm. But where is the real sword? Would Dumbledore hide it in Godric's Hollow or in one of the places that Harry has already been? Like I think Hermione needs to read her book. Yeah, what what could be in the book? More clues or like riddles or directions? We had mentioned something. I bet you it's like the the riddles bring you to a place that whatever was created or what it's about a certain place. Yeah. Then Ron would have to turn off the lights, <laughs> and then Harry has to use that snitch. There's something that closes. With there. something that closes there. Yeah. And then I, I the like sword that. would appear. Because he can't give. He didn't know where all the Horcruxes were. He can only give information how to destroy. Maybe. Because I don't know what else. Why else would you give him all the random stuff? Yeah, it does feel really random. The thing that keeps getting me is what the Ravenclaw thing is. Because even they in this chapter were like, they're thinking along the lines of probably another founder's object to make into another Horcrux. Yeah, but they never told us No, anything. I know. But if, if the sword was one, or better yet, the fake swords existed this whole time. The fake one is the Horcrux. The real one is the what destroys Horcruxes. Nice. Um. But then what would the Ravenclaw item be? And could that be involved in this at all? I don't know. Um, it could, but it's annoying that we don't know. So to me, it's just a question, and that bothers me. So I'm going to ignore it. Yeah. They got a lot of Horcruxes <laughs> to destroy, and they're not they're not cruising. You what know did what I mean? They, they only destroyed two. <laughs> I know, like, I know. <laughs> and they don't even know where the other ones are. I know. They have no clue where the other ones are. Well, they have one. They don't know where the sword so is. So three of seven. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the knocker idea. <laughs> it is an interesting idea. What about the sorting hat? But would nah. that be... It's like a lie. That, well, so is Najini. But we don't buy Najini. Najini feels too much. Nagini? You don't. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, you like it? No, you're Nagini. Najini. Okay. <laughs> well, everyone corrects me, so. Um, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I can't even remember if it's N A or N I. Um, I think it's N I. Nagini. Nagini. It's typically Nagini. Nagini. Jen's right. Nagini. But I guess you can say tomato, tomato. I guess you can say whatever you want. Whatever. It's fine. It's just nice that I caught someone else. I'll keep saying it wrong so you can correct me if it makes you feel better. Yeah, it does make me feel better. Thanks. So. I just, I don't buy that, but could it be the sorting hat? Yeah, maybe. But it feels wrong because then it makes me think, has the sorting hat been doing Voldemort's bidding? What about if you fed the Horcruxes to dragons? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. It's not the worst idea. Honestly, yeah, it isn't. Be honest. 
the same with the with the Aragog using the the poison of uh uh what do they call it something mantula yeah acromantula acromantula venom and so that's what a great you... thought with the dragons who's Aragog <laughs> the, uh, is a big when the chamber opened and Hagrid <laughs> oh. the whole of that drama back in the day um Tom Riddle that's um, why I keep saying that but I'm just a... I wonder if a dragon could. <laughs> What do dragons eat? Have we seen any dragon <laughs> That's action like that? That's what I keep calling the Lord of the Ring character, Aragog. <laughs> you call him Aragog? Yeah, remember? Hmm. Aragog. All right, Aragog. Whatever. Out. Anyways, sorry. Um, yeah, huh. They don't... I was just going to say they don't have a dragon, but they could always go find Norbert. Yeah. Mm. But Charlie knows where they all are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. They almost feel a little too common to be Horcrux killers, but, but give no it a try. They don't have, yeah, I was going to say, like they, they don't have a lot of like options here. Like uh, the dragon fire can do it. They just have to breathe on it. It's like that's Lord what I was thinking. They roast breathe it on it. You're yeah. roasted and then you eat it. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, <laughs> that's not a bad theory. <laughs> I feel like um, it's a good start, you know, <laughs> just like anything magical. Give it a whirl. <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously, they, they the know, spells aren't trying. working. Or we could ask the unicorns use their horn to spear it. That'd be cool too. <laughs> right? Ooh, wow. What could give yep. me? Yeah, let's come up with fan theories of what could kill a horcrux. I uh, think those are horn. really. That's good a good one thing. too. Yeah. Horn he drank the, the blood of a unicorn yeah. in the beginning. So it'd be right. awesome if the horn could kill him. So like we're, like we're even talking like a bas- basilisk venom can get him maybe acromantula but like phoenix tears maybe that can get destroy one or make it oh no we said weird. a goblin or a gnome yeah gnome saliva a gnome, yeah, gnome saliva, yeah, gnome saliva definitely <laughs> um i yeah. forget what Zeno was saying about gnome saliva but it had a certain effect yeah he was like excited that she got bit <laughs> yeah that luna right got mm, i think that was it yep like, Zeno was very excited that Luna got Let me bit, know yeah. if you start feeling feelings yeah. of... I the urge to sing or oh, something yeah? like that. Wow. And that's where the Harry Potter musical came from. They also should <laughs> take the... the yeah, it all they also should take the, um, the lucky potion. What is it? Like liquid luck. luck. Yeah. yeah, once they collect all the horcruxes. Oh, yeah. Do they still have They really luck? should. They should take yeah. it and then they'd have... Be yeah. able to destroy yeah. them. They really Honestly, need some. They might have accidentally gotten some liquid luck and that's why the trolls i keep calling them trolls come thinking of the hobbit the goblins <laughs> um and their friends ended up camping right next to them because mm. that he that has, was lucky oh yeah. no everyone, everyone everywhere in great britain of all no, the but places they, he doesn't actually have any more because yeah they, they used it, it all to Ginny, oh, which was a worthy which yeah. was thing worth it. but again start brewing some but like, maybe they used months. the same container and they didn't realize it for something else. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but <laughs> I was just like trying to think because I'm like, drops, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah the they maybe didn't even realize Tupperware. it was in there. Because what are the chances <laughs> yeah, that Tupperware. Dean would be there, their friend, Dirk, of all the people? And the last time, oh, they weren't in the World Cup area anymore. That was the first place they went. But they ran into Dean there too. I'm like, how many times are they going to run into Dean out in the woods? I know, in the seriously. Um, <laughs> So it was I thought almost that was in the same spot. It wasn't exactly they could yeah. move, but they were in the Quidditch World Cup uh, little place too. So <laughs> Dean's everywhere, you know? know. He's just just a man of the world. And we we uh, oh. talked about this at the very very beginning, but we'll wrap up with this one. 
leave the horcrux, Harry said, Ron wrenching the chain from over his head and casting the locket into a nearby chair. He turned to Hermione. What are you doing? What do you mean? Are you staying or what? I, she looked anguished. Yes. Yes, I'm staying, Ron. We said we'd go with Harry. We said we'd help. I get it. You choose him. (laughs) Ron, no, please come back. Come back. She was impeded by her own shield charm. By the time she had removed it and had ar- uh, he had already stormed into the night, Harry stood quite still and silent, <sighs> listening to her sobbing and calling Ron's name amongst the trees. Hmm. Was it pretty surprising? It was. You guys mentioned it was surprising for you that Ron left, right? Yeah. Maybe he's just hiding. Hmm. Like he just apparated pretty close, but he didn't, you know. <laughs> That's what I would <laughs> like do. Like storming off. Yeah, like yeah. I, want, I want this to like pack Feel, a punch. Yeah, yeah but, but uh, like I'm not going to be dumb. Yeah. I always imagine Ron nice. has probably like a skinny butt, so his apparition noise probably isn't loud. So if he apparates mm. there and he apparates another place close by, maybe it's not nice, that loud. Nice. Lanky. Yeah, lanky butt. Yep. And he clenches <laughs> right before. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> He's got a bony butt. A little pop. Um, <laughs> wait, is Griphook the um, goblin that brought Harry to his vault at the beginning? Yeah. Which is fascinating, yeah. Would Dumbledore have put the sword there? Where with Griphook? in Harry's, in Harry's vault. vault? That would be smart. But how oh, wait, would they wait, get wait. It? No, Hagrid brought Harry to a different vault. That was a where they had the. Um, mm-hmm. But it would be obvious that Goblin would have said something. No? Not not just to everyone. Well, he said he doesn't and care about wizard stuff. There's but. no way they. Uh, the why why are the goblins leaving? They mentioned this. Yeah, they. they I think they were. You remember that they. They were like disappointed that they weren't being trusted to run Gringotts. Yeah. Oh, that they weren't being treated like mm-hmm. a norm. Like, yeah. Respected. Like they're not in charge anymore. Other yeah. people are in charge of them, and they didn't like, like the dark. That. The like Voldemort's yeah. followers are in charge of Gringotts right now. So no chance Harry can go back there. So he can't go into his vault. Uh, I'm thinking this too. I'm like Harry has a vault full of galleons there. Go get some galleons and start staying in some five star hotels or like or right, at least right, go, right. use it to get food. Like use yep. a credit card system. You know something. But he can't do that. Mm. He cannot go back to Ringotts because the well, second he goes back, he showed himself. Yeah. He could have gotten the goblin to go back to get. I know, them. true. He could probably. I bet. That's, do you, mm. How much do you trust goblins? They seem not like much. little shifty people. At this yep. point, though, I know they have nothing else. I, you literally are hiding and running. And that's what I was thinking. Even if they keep their tent, they keep everything there, all set up, and they don't give that away. But you literally sneak out, apparate away, and then like go back into your tent, like. I feel like they could have made an appearance here and just like they've got Tonk's dad there. You know he's trustworthy. Yeah, that's he's what been I was in saying. on this whole Once thing. Once I heard he was there, I was like, oh Plus man. Plus Dirk and Dean. I'm like, even if the goblins are bad, I'm like, this feels like a, the right crew to reveal yourself to. Um, and Although, maybe not everyone, but just how about Ron? Save Harry, keep him hidden away, but Ron can go out there and update yeah, them on he's stuff. He's kind of like a nobody. Ron just ran away anyway and operated. So, like in that maybe moment, be like Ron, we need wait, you. Wait, was he You're there? The to, he was there to hear this. that. So maybe he is doing that, mm. and he's smart. Oh, that'd be nice. That would be nice. I'd right? be down. <laughs> I would be down with that theory, but the only thing he was wearing a horcrux, so he's like not thinking like himself. Yeah. So maybe when he takes it off and he operates, maybe he's like. Okay, I'm thinking of my right mind now, so I'll go operate up to where they are, and then I can drill them with questions. Hopefully, yep. he comes back in the morning. Also, Tunks yeah. dad thinks that his wife's okay, mm. and mm. Tunks is gonna be. Wasn't Tunks staying with them? Yeah. Yep. She may have moved on by now. Did he mention Tonks? 
No, I'm just I was just thinking how they treated anyone that was married to a yeah. muggle born. Well that yeah, that's fair. Anyway. But I guess Tonks would be okay either way because she could prove both her parents were wizards. But if her father can't prove that both of his parents were wizards, that doesn't then Tonks isn't pure blood according to the Death Eaters. So it still feels like a not great spot for her, not to mention, you know, marrying Lupin. Um but he thinks they're safe. That's good, I guess. How many other wizards are out in the woods right now? Probably so many. Mm. That's why they all need to get together. I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. All the ones that are muggle-born, you create your Just own little band thing. together. And you go against... Yeah. Absolutely, they should. Makes me angry. Um, I know. that There's a lot of things in this book. You're like, why and can't they? And then it's they? like, I can't believe we're here. Like, what happened? Like everything went to crap. All because Dumbledore has to trust people. <laughs> Wait. Oh, okay. No, no, I'm seeing. I'm like, what did Grip Hawk, Grip Hook talking about? He was laughing about that joke just being that the sword is fake. Um, I just can't believe that everything got taken over and like it feels like no time. I know. You want the facts? Like, Try the quibbler. But like Dumbledore <laughs> was the only one that like stopped. I know. It seems like once he was gone, he was like the last thread to like hold everything together. Yep. So true. Even though we don't even really know anything about him. I know. Anything else in this chapter before we hit the final questions? I don't think so. Um I'm just rereading all the stuff we already talked <laughs> think about. Just rereading the chapter about the sword. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like just thinking about stuff. Yep. Um, Basically. Man, poor Ron. All his notes are like a chapter. Hermione's a quick draw with that Protego. Respect. Um, rough ending. Yeah, it's it's intense. Disapparated. Um, still wondering how they're being tracked so much. Mm. Could those bats be evil? <laughs> Did someone follow them to the cafe and to Grimald's place? Mm. And who and why? Mm. It's weird. It is really weird. I just cannot figure it out. And now I'm just wondering, is Ron more vulnerable that he got away from them? Or is he safer? Mm. Who's being tracked? We assume Harry. But what if it was Ron? Ron could, yeah. yeah. Well, Ron <laughs> is a little bit tracked through the clock that mrs weasley uses. <laughs> that's true so. that's like a certain form of tracking right well they just added more things onto it the forest yeah. of dean <laughs> yeah. or you know all these different places and yep. maybe it magically goes to these so it's like oh he's not in danger that means we're not that close to him so let's go over here and then as soon as Voldemort, it's like a, playing a giant game of hot and cold someone's on the on the other line with Voldemort, like no no you're getting hot ron's getting safer and safer or i should say the opposite cold you're warming up you're warming up you're getting closer so, hmm. We'll see. We will see. Let's go over uh, some quick ones, though. Hot tamale. Jenny. <laughs> She's my, yeah. Uh, honestly, Jenny is great in this. Um, every time I can use her, I will use her. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a great move. Um, trying yeah. to steal a sword, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm going for Jenny too. Jenny's a kind of hot tamale. Actually, I'm going to give Jenny House Cup because I feel like she kind of deserves it this one. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, yeah, I feel like I don't know enough of what was going on, but 
I'm gonna say maybe the uh, thief. What the thief? Ah, thief is a hot tamale. Wait, who's the thief? We don't know. The vision, yeah, we don't know. Oh, oh, that thief. Yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, I can't even remember why that's the chapter title. Um, <laughs> I was like, they were stealing food. Um, I'm thinking Luna and the love goods in general because, um. I feel like Xenophilius running the Quibbler, that's got to be pretty legit. Mm. And Luna trying to steal mm. a sword. Yeah. So together they're doing some good stuff. I just can't quite place where they... I'm going to say Xenophilius gets uh, hot tamale. He's out there risking his life. His the name didn't nice. even come up. No, it came up twice. They call him Zeno. Um, oh, okay. And they had a whole discussion about Don't the Quibbler being like <laughs> the spot. It's a great name. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. And xenophile means like liking foreign things, right? I, I think, think it so. does. And so I think it's a cool name. Um, either that or it's sexual. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's something weird. You're um, a xenophile? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh okay. Um, yeah, yeah. He'll be my hot tamale. Xeno. I kind of like that. That's not a bad one. I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with Ginny, though. Ginny's going to get my hot tamale. Yep. Because that was hot tamale energy storming into the office. Yes. Oh, yeah. Going to get the sword. Danger. And you just know how she did it, too. I know, like, I know. It was, and she's the known one. Like, she mm-hmm. went with two other students. Like, Ginny is the one that was known. It wasn't like yep. Neville stormed the office with two other students or Luna stormed it with two other. It was yep. Ginny that stormed mm. with two other. You know, Duh. That's, that's hot tamale energy. Yeah, it is. Um, how about House Cup? Who wins House Cup? Hermione. Yeah, I got to give it to Hermione for these. She had chapters. so many spells and charms and everything. Like she was running Literally the show. These boys are along for the ride. Yep. She's bringing the tent. She's setting up the protections. She's got the extendable ears. She's bringing the painting along. Like they'd be lost without her. I completely agree. I think she's the clear hot tamale of this one of these chapters. Uh, house cup winner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, yeah. And she's a hot tamale well, too. Always awesome. a hot tamale yeah, too. Yeah. True. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think she gets that. Um, what's your favorite moment? There's none that are like my favorite because I don't really like these <laughs> situations the... that they're in. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. I know. Um, I think I liked. It was somewhat comforting hearing the when they came across the wizards and goblins when they were like lost and kind of defeated, and then they're like, "Oh wait, let's listen in on this." Yeah, I thought they got same. a lot of information. Great information. And it was just encouraging to me to have other people that we trust nearby. Yeah. I was excited thinking they were going to make contact, but having Dean nearby, knowing he's there and not just alive, but like he's safe and he's not going to Hogwarts. It feels like this is the little mini rebellion. So, uh, yeah. And goblins that are just hanging out with wizards. That felt like a Mm. good step in the right direction of like, yeah, maybe they're not on our side, but. They're definitely not against us. Yeah. Um, so I feel like that was my favorite moment when they were eavesdropping on that conversation. Yeah. Um, I was at the edge of my seat. That was yeah. great. Yeah, I'd probably say the same. I think that was like the, the most on the edge of your seat part of this entire chapter or both of these chapters when they're in that moment and they're like, uh, and especially when they learn the sword, when they're like talking about the whole sword deep dive right after they're trying to figure mm. out where it is. But then it just ends on such a depressing note after that, which is why it's hard to pick that as a favorite moment because then Ron's like, oh, great, another thing we have to find. And then he leaves. So it's like mm. such a depressing thing to end on. But that is a great moment before that. So I'm going to go with that one too. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us on our journey of Harry Potter and the first time readers. Until next time. Man, I just can't stop 
thinking about all the things. I know. Can we look at the next chapter title or picture? I already did. What? <laughs> What's the next chapter title? Every time. Godric's Hollow. And it's a picture of people sitting on a you bench. Really, you examined the picture and everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did. Because right. I can't wait. That's a memorial to Harry and his parents. That's what Excellent. it looks like. Wait, what? Oh yeah, that's a James Potter if I ever saw one. <laughs> I didn't really look at it like you are, so now I am. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> you started this. <laughs> oh, it's a, you think it's a memorial? Oh yeah, it big time. There's like snow it. all up on their domes. Yeah, you're right. Yep. That's weird for Harry to see. A that is thing so of. weird, but it's also magical. Could there be snowing? information in the memorial? Can it open and close? Can I see what the other one is if we're doing Whoa, both? whoa, whoa. No, no, <laughs> no. If we're doing both of them. Yeah, well, when we do that one, we'll yeah. do it. You can't yeah. look ahead, Hold ahead. Yeah. You got to draw the line somewhere, Jen. Yeah. Always did that just in case you guys didn't know that.